Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Whitney Brayer and I'm a trainer, I'm a coach, and I'm a keynote speaker in the area of positive psychology, mindset, and yeah, healthy teams. And it's my purpose, it's my calling to use my energy and my resiliency, my mindset to have a ripple effect on those around me and inspire and motivate them to create the changes they want to have in their lives. So this is what this is all about. The name of this podcast today is How Can I? And I know it's a curious title to, to a podcast, but it's based on a few questions I've received from clients in the last 12 months. Questions like, Whitney, how can I boost the creativity and innovative thinking in my team? Whitney, how can I increase the number of engaged employees in my organization? How can I decrease the number of sick days in my team? How can I lower the fluctuation in my team? A lot of people seem to be leaving. Now on this podcast, I won't share the specific answer to each of these questions, but I do have the foundation. I have the root answer, which I'll share with you which I share with all my clients. And the foundation is a starting point. It's critical before any skills training should even be considered. And the foundation goes back to that Google study that started in 2015 when Google went in search of success of high performing teams. Google looked at 180 teams internally and analyzed over 250 attributes of them and the team members. They looked at things like the number of master's degrees, PhDs, the ratio of introverts to extroverts. They had a long list. They looked at everything and for about two years, they still didn't have a strong correlation of data for their high performing team. So Google solicited the expertise of several elite universities. And together with psychologists, they wanted to know why certain teams always seemed to outperform others, no matter what the market conditions were. These teams internally always seemed to hit their targets. They were creative, innovative. Their number of sick days was much lower than the average of all the other teams. And they had highly engaged team members. What were they doing right? That's a great question. And the answer was revealed in 2019 and it's fascinating and it's had a massive impact on the way people work together in teams. And based on the study, Google came up with five factors that these teams have in common. And I believe these findings are something that all teams can profit from. And these findings answer the questions to how can I boost creativity increasing engaged employees, etc. Let me briefly share numbers two through five on their list, but the focus of this podcast today is on number one, because that will answer the root cause to these questions. So Google's findings said number five, and yeah, this is a ranking, number five, the number five success factor in high performing teams is impact. And the question is here, does what we do as a team have a positive impact on the company, the company's results, the world around us? This goes back to the question of purpose and the ripple effect on the greater good. What's our impact as a team on our company? Is that clear for everyone? Number four is meaning. And this is more of a personal level, not a team impact. Meaning is, do the jobs of the individual team members have real meaning for them? 
Does what they do individually really make a difference and contribute to the team's overall results? Hmm. Number three, structure and clarity. You know, from a coaching point of view, number three sounds so obvious, but I'm always amazed how many teams I come across that don't have team rules that the team has agreed upon. Either there are no rules or the boss sat down and rolled out a list and presented it to the team and said, this is how we'll do things. No, structure and clarity means that team rules have been decided on by the team members together. There are no kind of just understood unspoken agreements and people hold each other accountable for their actions. Everyone has clear roles and job descriptions and they know what their colleagues are responsible for. Number two, dependability, reliability. And this means not only delivering on time and not having to chase down colleagues and follow up with a call or an email, dependability also means delivering high quality, or at least at the standards which are set by this by the team. So dependability here from Google's point of view is a combination of time and quality. Okay, drum roll. Number one on the list, psychological safety. Hmm, psychological safety. This is defined as a feeling in a team where each member knows it's okay to take a risk. It's okay because they will not be humiliated. They will not be laughed at. No one's going to roll their eyes. No one's going to interrupt them. They feel safe. And, and they're not going to get in trouble later by their boss because they expressed a different opinion than the boss. This is a climate in a team where mistakes are admitted and people learn from each other. So during their interviews to find all this out, Google asked several questions and employees responded with agree or disagree. And I'm going to read these seven questions or these seven statements to you. I'd like for you in your mind just to answer agree, disagree when you think about the team you're on now. Number one, if I make a mistake on my team, it is often held against me. Agree or disagree. Number two, members of this team were able to bring up problems and tough issues. This is about vulnerability. I can be vulnerable with my team. Agree or disagree? Number three, people on this team sometimes reject others for being different. Agree or disagree? Number four, it's safe to take a risk on my team. I won't be laughed at or humiliated and mistakes won't be held against me. Agree or disagree? It's difficult to ask other members of this team for help because I'm afraid they'll laugh at me or roll their eyes. Agree or disagree? No one on this team would deliberately act in a way that undermines my efforts. Agree or disagree? And last question, number seven. Working with members of my team, my unique skills and talents are valued and utilized. That's called strength spotting and you're able to use your strengths on the job. Agree or disagree? 
Hmm. Okay. How can you ensure psychological safety in your team? Well, if you ask me as a consultant, I would recommend start by showing the study to your team and asking this is something they'd like to achieve. I mean, to be honest, I don't know a single person on this face of this planet who would not like to have psychological safety in their team. I mean, really? And important here, this is nothing the team lead can achieve alone. It has to be a team effort. Yes, it starts with a team lead. It starts with a team leader walking his or her talk, being a role model and setting the standards that he or she expects of his or her team. And in the same breath, it requires team members holding each other accountable for the things they agree on. So here's a few tips on how you could start building psychological safety in your team. Number one, show engagement, eye contact, body language, focus during meetings. Google calls this ostentatious listening. Isn't that great? Ostentatious listening, which means being so focused that you're not, you're not looking at your emails or reading things. You're not chatting online or answering the phone. You are mentally and physically there with the person who's talking. You're truly listening to what they have to say. Number two, you show understanding by recapping and rephrasing what the speaker has said. There's no finger pointing, no blaming. You lean in physically to the conversation and you show empathy. Number three, be inclusive in personal settings. This means share information about yourself, be available. And there's no negative talk about other team members. And when you hear it, whether you're a team lead or a team member, you put a stop to it. People are held accountable for their actions. There's no negative talk about others, no negative gossiping. And this needs to be a commitment that your entire team agrees to make. Number four, be inclusive in decision-making. This means ask for input and ask for opinions and encourage people to challenge and push back and show you why an idea won't work. It also means not interrupting. And when you see someone being interrupted, you stop the conversation and don't allow this to happen. Psychological safety is not passive. It's not about just doing your part. It means putting a stop to other behavior that gets in the way of it. And last but not least, be confident about your opinion, but don't be inflexible. Be open to ideas and don't show bias manage team discussions. This means, according to Google, having an equal amount of speaking time per person. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you are part of the discussion and you don't allow sidebar conversations and meetings. If someone else is talking to someone in a meeting, they can't be listening to what someone else is saying. You hold team members accountable for this behavior. So going back to the beginning of this podcast, if you really want to boost creativity and innovative thinking, you need an environment where people feel psychologically safe to make mistakes. Otherwise, there's no creativity. People won't dare to venture out. Hmm. If you want to boost employee engagement, well, quite honestly, you need to feel valued and truly listened to. Your employees need to know that their contributions make a difference. 
If you want to lower fluctuation and stop people from leaving your team, you may start start by asking yourself, would, why would I leave a team I feel safe in and, know, and that I thrive in? Why would I leave an environment I love to come to work to? As the saying goes, people don't quit their company, they leave their boss. And if you want to lower the number of sick days, you need to create a climate in the team that isn't toxic or poisoned. Negative talk and constant fear of making a mistake puts people under permanent stress. And this stress will make team members sick, mentally as well as physically. Headaches, backaches, stomach aches, depression, and burnout. Psychological safety means starting with you as a team member, you as a leader walking your talk and demonstrating excellence. It means putting a stop to poor behavior and calling people on their actions. It means making people accountable for their actions. And this is a team effort. By the way, interesting is Google's called its study Project Aristotle, which has contributed to a quote from Aristotle who said, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. It's nice, isn't it? Each and every individual is responsible for the overall success of a team. Each and every individual has a joint responsibility in ensuring the psychological safety of a team. Each and every individual should be held accountable for their actions. Hmm. So get out there, grow the psychological safety in your team, show this study, sit down and discuss it and figure out how to make it work and begin to hold yourself and others accountable for their actions. If you like a transcript of this of this podcast, go to my website, www.whitneybrayer.com and click on blog. There you'll find the video blog of this podcast and the transcript for it as well. And there you'll find the studies which have been cited from Google if you'd like to download them and use them to discuss in your team. So get out there and grow your life and have a fantastic week. And thank you again so much for taking your time to listen today. If you'd like further support or more information about trainings and coachings and keynote speeches that I do, please contact me at www.whitneybrayer.com. There's a contact site there and other podcasts, other information about me, and we'd love to help you any way we can. You might also enjoy following me on Instagram and other social media channels. Instagram, it's hashtag Whitney Brayer official. And there I post things in English, sometimes in German, videos, quotes, captions, inspirational topics to get you out there growing, thriving, and flourishing in life. So check me out, follow me, and have a great day.